Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Keep straight the path of your feet and all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, y'all. Good to be here. Good to be uh, up here in front of y'all, getting to be part of this wonderful youth-led worship service and share service about uh, a fantastic week we had in Panama City, Florida. Um, Before I introduce our speakers this morning, I do want to give an enormous thank you to um, kind of uh, what Amber said. Everybody who had a role to play in this trip, it took a lot of people. We had 17 students go this year. Uh, and six adults, but it took way more than that to pull this off. The, the money that was needed, the, your tithes and your offerings, your special gifts towards this trip, your prayers, your support, all meant so much and made this happen, so thank you for that. And particularly, uh, I definitely want to thank the adults who went. Uh, my wife, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Sean Flowers, uh, Mary Lee Reed, uh, Jessica Snyder, um, and Laura Lee Pickle. I'm a little choked up from that still. Um, <laughs> And, and Laura Pickle, all, uh, th- they all led small group Bible studies throughout the week. Um, that was something truly impressive to watch them lead and watch these youth lead. Uh, there was not a, this is not a sort of youth trip where there is a set speaker. They had their own Bible studies that they led, that they were responsible for reading scripture together and analyzing and working through scripture together using those skills rather than just sitting and having things downloaded to them. Our theme that we worked on was charting your course. Um, longer than Christians have been called Christians, we've been called followers of the way. And we wanted to reemphasize to them that uh, in a culture where sometimes Christianity is portrayed as a binary um, in a sort of way that breeds um, some unhealthy forms of extremism, uh, we wanted to remind them that it's a path. It is a path to follow. It, you can swerve to the right or to the left like Proverbs and like Joshua says. You can get turned around. You can get lost. You can get off path. But there's always a way forward, and the question is, am I further along today than I was yesterday? And what can I do tomorrow to be further along than I was today? And that was the question we posed to them. So I've got a few of our older students who are going to share a little bit. Uh, I hope you give them your attention. attention. They are truly impressive, and I'm blown away by what they have to share. Hi everybody, I'm Rachel, and I've been a member of this youth group for around three years, and this is my second Panama City trip, and it changed me a lot, but I'll get to that later. Right now, I want to talk about a story we learned, which is the story of Saul's course correction, and it is in Acts 9, 1 through 22. Now, Saul was a really evil man that spoke threats to kill all those who worshipped Christ, And on his way to Damascus to find victims, God stopped him. And God took away Saul's sight completely. And a disciple named Ananias was told by God to go find Saul and relieve him of his blindness. Firstly, Ananias obviously refused because why would I want to save this person that was planning to kill all of my people? But Ananias had the trust in God to go find Saul. And Saul regained his sight on the third day 
and immediately got baptized. Now, Saul went from literally hating Christians so much to killing them to getting baptized and committing himself to the Lord. And this is a huge change. Um, now, personally, I don't have the mindset that Saul had, the murderous mindset, and I can't identify with that. But I have gone through some course corrections in my faith. And before I started devoting myself to Christ and going to church, I questioned God's presence a lot. And I questioned his power and how there was evil in the world and how he allowed that to happen with his power. But on this trip and in the last few years of my life, I've learned to have patience in his power. And this morning I was trying to find a verse that applied to this. And as soon as I opened my Bible app, the verse of the day actually did apply with it. So it's Romans 8, 18. And it is, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And I've learned to have patience in God and focus on his plan. And this is what led me to get baptized this recent July 4th. The Ark Church that we served at accepted past prisoners, lost people, homeless people, and just anyone who was hurt. And they allowed them to be baptized if they felt led to be. And I felt God in this moment after working, and I knew that I was ready to be all in and committed. And my past wasn't perfect, but God will make my future beautiful just like he did with Saul, whose past was really, really bad. And God still accepted Saul into his kingdom. And I think this is a reminder to all of us that our paths are not perfect at all. But God will throw us course corrections, and if we accept those course corrections with all our heart, there will be beautiful outcomes. Thank you. Good morning, um, I'm Abby Jo Flowers, and just like everyone up here, I spent the past week at Panama City Beach on our really great youth trip, and I'm gonna be um, speaking about Acts 10, 9 through 28, and this is a passage about Peter, I think we all know the disciple Peter, and he is given a vision from the Lord, and the Lord tells him, you're not supposed to judge anything or call anything unclean because of its past. And then another man named Cornelius is also given a message from the Lord. And Cornelius was not known for being a great person, much like Saul. But the Lord is telling him to change his life around, and it's time for him to follow the Lord. And Peter must welcome Cornelius and not judge him for his past, but welcome him into the church. So our big theme this year was revolving around the path of life, our paths in life and Christianity, where we've been and where we're going and where we are now. And we discussed, like Rachel said, how sometimes those paths get flipped around. Now, Rachel talked to you about Saul and this big change that happened, but I'm going to talk to you about the littler changes that can happen to any of us at any time. So Peter was basically considered the best of the best, I think. He got it down. He was a great Christian. He, like, literally learned from Jesus directly. So in everyone's eyes, he was the ideal Christian. But then here was this ideal Christian getting told by the Lord himself that he was doing something wrong, that he was judging something for its past, and God doesn't want us to be doing that. So even Peter, the perfect of the perfect, had a course correction at some point in his life. Then there's Cornelius, who isn't the best of the best, who is struggling, and the Lord is telling him, hey, this is a course correction, which is a little bigger than Peter's. 
And the thing that I think is so cool is that both of these course corrections intertwine with each other. Peter's course correction is going to affect how um, Cornelius's course correction ends. So there are two big points that I took away from this passage. The first is that there's always going to be a course correction in your life, no matter who you are or what you've done. No matter if you go to church every Sunday or just once every few months, the Lord is always throwing things your way, but they're always going to be for the better. The second thing I took away is that as Christians, it is our job to welcome anyone and everyone we come across, and that can be super hard. And I think we all have at least one person that we can think, I never want to see them at my church, I don't want them here, and I know that's terrible, but none of us are perfect like that. But God is telling us he doesn't care how you feel, he doesn't care what he's done, everyone is welcome, God still loves that person, and we should too. Just like Cornelius in this passage. But maybe God is calling those people for bigger and better things, and maybe you are the person who's going to help them get there. And maybe that's why God is throwing you this course correction. So your course correction can be intertwined with someone's course correction and you won't even know it. So the biggest thing that I hope you take away from this week and the biggest thing that I took away from this week is that these changes are always coming. And yes, they're scary and hard and they may shock you quite a bit, but they are for bigger and better things in the name of the Lord. And by taking what the Lord throws at you and applying it to the best of your ability, your path is progressing greatly and you're most likely changing the paths of those around you for the better. And I believe that's what Christianity is all about. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Anna. <clears throat> I went on the Panama City Beach trip last year, and I must say that this group in these trips never fail to leave me a changed person. Uh, so this week, as Jeff and Rachel and Abby Joe have said, that we talked about our paths of our faith, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. Now, one of the lessons that really stood out to me was our individual Bible study, where we reflected on Psalm 66. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I really would like to share some of the parts that really caught my attention and stood out to me. So, he has not let our feet slip. For you, O oh God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. We went through fire and through water, yet you have brought us out to a spacious place. But truly, God has listened. He has given heed to the words of my prayer. He has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. Now, we've all grown up in a world where we're told we have to be perfect. Perfect body, perfect mind, perfect job, grades, you know, etc. But that's not what it's really like. We are only human. And God doesn't expect us to be perfect humans. We're going to face, you know, twisting hurricanes and landslides and these waters that we don't know what we're in. But once we reach the other side of these storms, we come out stronger humans and better humans who are better prepared for the next one that's thrown our way. And sometimes we'll get lost and we'll have a course correction, but that's totally expected and that's okay. Throughout all of it, God's mercy and love will be with us. And even though I'm only 17, going to be a senior in high school, I've been through many of my own storms. And this church and this youth group have always been a place for me to find a refuge where I can be reminded of God's love and his mercy for me. And while we were at the Ark, you know, uh, serving and the younger ones had their spiritual uh, reflection, we came back and they told us what we can do for them. And one of the biggest things was 
being there for them when they're going through things that we've already been through. You know, giving them advice, even just being something, like someone for them to listen. And even though I'm moving on to my next storm, uh, you know, I've had everything planned out since I was eight. You know, I'm going to state, I'm going to be an architecture major. No one prepared me for how hard it actually is, you know. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I've forgotten what I've been through. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be here for these people surrounding me. And I wouldn't be where I am today if it hadn't been for my mentors. You know, like Jeff and Sean and Mary Lee and Jessica and all the people that came on the trip. Laura, you know, and Elizabeth. And so our job as Christians, even though we're facing our own storm, is to be there for other people. Because we wouldn't be where we are without other people. And this whole place is a community. And even though we have our own individual faith, it is influenced by other Christians. And yeah. I, yeah, that's it. <laughs>